Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. And today we're here with Sean Channel. So excited to have him here. I mean, this guy is a sales master and helping people, not just the companies, but also the salespeople to learn how to sell effectively. This guy's helped many, many businesses and many, many salespeople to actually match up and grow their businesses through effective selling. And what I liked about his methodology is he's not just teaching them how to close sales. He's talking about how to to hunt the sale and actually generate sales, what I would call the correct way. So Sean, I'm excited to have you here today. Can you say what's up to everybody and we'll hop in? Yeah, thanks, Josh. Hello, everyone. Excited to be uh, on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Excited to have you here. So my first question for you today, Sean, really has to do with your approach and your methodology to to sales because like I just mentioned there in the intro is that the problem we've run into is hiring salesmen into our company is that they come in and they expect us to just provide leads all day and they want to be a closer. And I'm like, well, if I wanted that, I could hire somebody out of the Philippines to close, right? Because it's like a three questions, take their credit card and you're done, right? Um, But uh, it's that constant trade between good leads, good salesperson. So where do you kind of sit on that spectrum? Yeah. uh I mean, I've been doing sales now for 20 plus years and I've worked in, you know, models where I was provided with, with leads. And to be honest with you, I never found those leads. I saw two things happen. Most people got frustrated with the quality of leads that they got from their marketing departments, from their, you know, referrals, et cetera. And typically people got so hung up on the quality of the leads that they very rarely found success. So they're focused on, you know, this isn't good enough. Then the people that I worked with who were like, you know, thanks, I'll give this person a call, follow up on this lead, but I'm going to go find my own leads. I'm going to go find my own individuals. Those are the people that generally found success. And so, you know, as I learned what it took for me to be successful. I tried kind of both sides of that and ultimately found out that I just had to put the work in. Like I need to go out and find prospects. I need to make those cold calls. I need to make those connections on LinkedIn. I need to use my network, but I need to be the one doing the work. Otherwise the the results are never going to be there for me. And so I'm a big believer that if you're going to find success in sales, you have to be responsible for building your own funnel. You have to be responsible for building your own network. And you have to be responsible for following that sales progression from start to finish. And, and I love that. The reason why is because for my company, I've done that for my own company as the owner, right? And, and the sales so much easier because we've taken them all the way through that relationship. And people will say, oh, it's because you're the owner of the company. People want to buy it. And I'm like, I disagree. I completely disagree. I think it has everything to do with, I just became their friend. And that's what I love about your methodology is like generate that relationship from cold outreach to best friend, offering them a solution to a big problem. So I, yeah, love that. You're speaking, speaking to my, my heart here, man. So let me ask you a little bit though, Sean, about kind of your methodology on how to accomplish sales, because most of the people listening to this, 
they're probably do, trying to do their own sales as well. And it's pretty hard to outsource sales until you've at least closed a couple of them yourself. So how, how do you recommend um, people generate those sales and then actually close the deal? Well, I mean, I think it's always good to get some some training or coaching if it's possible. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm working on is a, an online sales training so that I can provide that to mo- more people, right? Most Not everyone has the option to sit through a, a sales training, um, you know, with a person. And so I think that's, you know, something that's important. But beyond that, you know, I had to get back into a, a active sales role here, uh, you know, well, March of last year, when everything changed, um, you know, my business became my priority. You know, I left the corporate world uh, through the pandemic. And so that meant I had to build a business and which meant I had to start prospecting. I had to start making cold calls and and emails, but I started with a network. So, you know, I started with the people who I knew who'd worked with me from previous you know, careers, companies, I started with them and just reaching out and saying, here's what I'm doing. And, you know, through that, I got contacts, I got, you know, quote unquote leads, which led to some opportunities, which then, you know, potentially lead to more opportunities. So if you're just starting out, you, you know, you look at, okay, if this is what I'm selling, who do I know that might be a good market for it? And whether that individual purchases or whether they just point you in a different direction, it gives you that practical experience and an opportunity to start, you know, learning and refining your approach. Um, and that's where I think you have to spend and invest some time is who do I say, not only who, what do I, who do I talk to, but what do I say when I talk to those people? Yeah. And, and, and I feel like the problem is there's no like cookie cutter approach to it. Is there, I mean, it's very custom to the type of business that you're building. Is that correct? It is. And you know, one of the challenges that I see with a lot of the traditional sales trainings out there is they're either scripted, which just doesn't work for most individuals nor most scenarios, or the salespeople are so talented that are doing the trainings that they actually haven't had to break down the process to someone who's not good at sales. Um, you know, they start at a you know, they're 70% of the way there and they're really teaching the last 30% on how to become great. Well, most of us don't have that first 70%. And I spent eight years as a salesperson failing. And I mean, when I say failing, we, I failed. <laughs> Car sales, real estate, door-to-door, I failed. And so I learned through all those different, you know, trainings and courses and books and everything that I was doing to become good I had to really start from scratch and take little nuggets and build a methodology step-by-step. But what that gave me was options as well. And so depending on the scenario, depending on the client, depending on what I'm selling, there's a a methodology behind it, but it's fluid. I I don't know whether I'm going to say this within the first 30 seconds or in the last 30 minutes. And it doesn't matter. I know if and when it comes up, I'm prepared but I'm not trying to dictate the order of the conversation. Um, you know, when I got away from trying to sell, it made such a big difference for me. Right. Because it, it didn't make you feel sleazy. It made you focus on <laughs> let's become friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that mentality is big. Um, 
you know, one of the first sales jobs I had was actually the second was working for a car dealership. And we're talking the old school, you know, these guys were, were second, third generation car salesmen, you know, like you didn't let people leave the lot. And that mentality meant you did everything possible to close that deal. And I struggle with that. One is not part of my nature. Like I'm just, it felt dishonest. It felt sleazy. It felt like all of the, the cliches that all the reasons people dislike salespeople, they, these guys were that example. But it also made me feel like a failure every time I failed to close. Like, and so then you start to, you know, you get, I got beat up by the sales manager. I felt bad because the person walked off the lot and that starts to chip away at your confidence. And then next thing you know, you're not as confident. So you're not closing as many sales, which then leads to more berating. So that whole cycle becomes really bad as far as a culture and an organization, especially when you're working with less experienced salespeople. And it almost made me leave. In fact, I, I, I did leave the sales business. Um, it was planned. I was going to college. And so I, that's part of the reason I took the sales job was to make some money before I went to school. But um, I had taken, you know, I took a four year break to go to college after that car sales gig. And it took a lot for me to go back into it. I bet. Yeah. And everybody seems to have a bad taste in their mouth because of that. I, I have a good friend of mine. He's the most amazing people person I have ever met. And uh, he recently just took a job as an internet sales guy for his first sales uh, job. And uh, man alive, that's probably one of the worst places to go if you ask me. Um, and he just struggled and it had a hard time. I was just laughing the whole time. I'm like, they are wasting his talents because they're giving him scripts, making him do all these crazy follow-ups, doing all these things where, I mean, the guy could sell me on anything just because he's so flamboyant and wants to be their friend, you know? So I'm like, I'm trying to get him to transition to B2B sales. Cause I'm like, you'll love it <laughs> much better. You just become friends. But uh, it's sad to watch that happen, you know, over and over again, that people just missing out on uh, the value of sales. And, and for a lot of people who are wanting to be entrepreneurial, it's like the fastest way to get into the entrepreneurial realm. If you come to somebody and say, Hey, I'll sell your stuff for a good commission. Almost everybody will say yes, yeah. because what do they have to lose? You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's one of the reasons, you know, when I got into sales, I didn't think about becoming a, a sales leader or a sales trainer, but you're right. It's such an amazing uh, profession if you can find success at it. And one of the things that kept me going and it's kept me in this industry for so long is, you know, when, when you teach someone how to become good at sales, you're doing a couple of things for them. One is you're giving them a profession that they can have for their entire life. There will always be sales. There will always be salespeople. And if you're good at it, you will always have a job. You might, the company you might work for might close down. Right? I mean, you might need to move. There's things that happen, but you will always be able to find a, a job. So you'll always have a career. And one that if you're good at it can be pretty profitable. You know, you can make a good living as a salesperson. But the bigger thing and the more valuable thing to me is we don't realize how much Good sales. I mean, sales is about communication. And if you become proficient at communication, that trickles outside of the sales room. It makes you a better leader. It makes you a better spouse. It makes you a better friend. It makes you a better parent. And so I started watching these salespeople I was working with just up-level their lives, right? It wasn't just their sales careers that were bringing in more money for them. It was the relationships they were having outside of work 
because they were better at communicating. They were better at listening. They were better at sharing ideas and thoughts, you know, understanding the importance of value from the other person's perspective, all of these things. And it's such an amazing thing that we don't think about. We have such a bad perception of salespeople. And when really, if all of us were taught sales, especially early on, the world would be a vastly different place. And I think we'd all be a lot happier. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's it's funny because everybody gets so caught up in the hype of the sales when when in all reality, it's um, it's a lifestyle, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a lifestyle of being a good person. And the best salespeople you'll meet will be that way. And they live great lifestyles. Um, a lot of them just end up becoming entrepreneurs and selling their own stuff. <laughs> That's kind of the sad truth of it. You know, you miss out on a lot of great salespeople because they're, they're killing it on their own business. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so let me ask you this, Sean, um, I'm going to give everybody kind of a scenario here, you know, for us where we're sitting at, I'm really still really the only salesperson, you know, we have here or there, we'll have a salesperson hop in, but it never really has succeeded well for us. Um, and so I'm the main driver for our business, which I know is a problem. But what would you recommend to somebody like me who's tried all these different salesperson people? What would you recommend as a new sales process or in order to, to bring in salespeople who can actually close deals? Yeah. Well, I think you mentioned one of the key phrases is the process. Okay? Um, you know, I work with a lot of companies to help them do exactly this, build out their sales organization. And one of the first things that we do is we identify what their process looks like. And your same boat as most of those people I work with is the salesperson is the owner. And they're like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is who I call. This is how I, what I talk to them about, but they've never defined that. And in fact, prior to this um, conversation, I hopped off the phone with a client and we were going through a playbook where we've you know, laid out their sales process from A to Z. And that is the foundation for their sales organization. It doesn't get to the level of here's what you see on a phone call, but it does talk about this is, you know, day one, we make this call and day two, we make this call and day four, we make this call. And so you really build out that cadence, that process. So you have something that is a foundation, you know, as with any aspect of your business, if it's done on the fly, if it's, you know, inconsistent, if it doesn't have a, a true process behind it, it's just not scalable. And sales, you know, there's such an art to it. We don't necessarily think about the process behind that art, but there is very much a process. And so the first step is to identify that process. What does it look like? Um, then what's challenging for a lot of entrepreneurs or good salespeople even is teaching that or training that to somebody else. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're very passionate about our companies. We're very passionate about our products, our services, bringing somebody on board. They may have some of that passion, but they're not typically going to have as much passion, nor do they need to, if they understand the process, if they're, you know, uh, motivated properly through, you know, potential compensation or leadership, et cetera. So it's, you know, first step is identify your process. The second step is become proficient at training someone to do what you do. Um, and the alternative to that is to then just bring somebody on board like myself who can help do that for you. 
right? Save you the time and the the headache of doing it 400 hours of work. <laughs> and, it, you know, just, I mean, every part of my business I've had to look at and say, is this something that's worth me learning and doing myself? Or is it something that's better to be outsourced, right? And it's, this isn't limited to sales. It's not limited to any piece, right? There's just things we're good at, at in running our companies that make sense for us to become good at or better at. There's other aspects that, you know, if we're really going to grow and scale like we want to, we have to hire someone else to do that. Whether it's the accounting aspect, the marketing aspect, the sales aspect, or the training aspect. Right. And I, I love that. Sometimes it's nice to just get a fresh pair of eyes from the outside as well to say, well, objectively, if I were selling this type of product, this is how I would do it. And that's, that's for us is very, very helpful instead of having to try and figure it out yourself, you know, because usually you're, you're giving somebody a broken process as well, you know, and that's, that's been our problem is I'm handing them something that I'm like, well, this is ideally what it should look like, but I deviate from this every single sales call, you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's always been a difficulty for us. So I want to ask you this, Sean, because we did just kind of dovetail into this. Where can people get connected with you if they're looking for to bring in salespeople or if maybe they're looking to start a career in sales? Yeah. Um, so our website is probably the easiest way, which is just hyphen launch. Uh, you can also go to just launch training, all one word and uh, .com on both of those and connect with us. Um, honestly, a lot of my connections, a lot of my conversations start with LinkedIn. Um, so Sean channel out there just launched has its own, uh, LinkedIn profile as well. So, you know, I think from a networking standpoint, a sales standpoint, LinkedIn's a, a powerful tool for all of us, business owners, et cetera. So make a lot of connections that way. Love it. So it's just dash launch.com. So make yeah. sure you go check that out. Everybody will also link up his LinkedIn here in the description as well. So you can get access to him. Um, and Sean, I want to ask you one final question before signing off here. So if you could give one final parting piece of guidance to our audience, what would that be? Embrace sales. Um, you know, embrace it. Embrace becoming a good communicator. And one of the key components that I train and teach is that sales isn't just about what you say. In fact, it's, lots of times it's more about what you hear. And listening is the key component to becoming proficient at sales. Because if I don't understand you, like what your wants, what your needs, what your goals are, then I'm really just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping that it sticks. And a lot of salespeople, a lot of marketing approaches are that way. Throw everything out there and then hope that something resonates. But if I really take the time to get to understand you, your company, your wants, your needs, then if there's some value I can bring to the table, I'll know that which value that is and, and, and communicate that with you. And if there's not, then I should probably just walk away. And I think that, again, translates into every aspect of life. Um, you know, my personal relationships. I want to know, you know, what's important to you? Do our values align, right? I mean, it's not align on everything, but is there some the way that we can connect? And if not, well, then why try? You know, why, why make the effort and waste each other's time? But if I just listen to you and I understand you and I look to get to know you, more often than not, I'll find a way to connect with you. And if we all look for more ways to connect with people, then our personal lives as well as our business lives are going to thrive. I mean, we're all going to grow and we're all going to be that much more fulfilled. And so, you know, using 
the right communication tools is such a valuable piece of life. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan Podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows, and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.